0: Welcome to the Synth and Electronic Music Show Brought to you by the Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable My name's Peter Coyt, coming to you from the Sonic Shed and my co-presenter, Clive Walpole, is on the line across town in his patching module
1: uh, hiya, Peter, from my uh, synth
0: cave from Gallery. We've got a bit of new and old classic tonight, haven't we? Yeah, lovely mix tonight.
1: Something old, something new, something
0: borrowed, something blue. <laughs> oh no,
1: no there is a, there is
0: something blue, actually. Oh yeah, there is a the blue on. something, that's
1: good, isn't
0: it? First we have a piece from Caitlin Aurelia-Smith from her uh, album Ears, First Flight.
1: Yeah, lovely track, this one. Using the bookler. Using the Buchla. She's, she did a, I've got an um, album she did with um, Susan Charney as well. About, yeah. Uh, bookler.
0: Oh, I'll play you one know. of those soon. Here it is. First flight. <laughs> First fight.
1: the sound of the club with those sort of plucked um sine waves and things like that they're not really nice sounds
0: yeah it and creates uh, a lovely texture and melody isn't it
1: yeah it really is nice nice that
0: people say why don't you use a why do you why don't you get a polysynth but the monosynths they you use them a different way didn't you
1: yeah, yeah yeah and you know monosynths you you've got multiple oscillators you can you tune them into chords and you, you know you can get amazing sounds i love them.
0: I know you approach music making a different way you approach it as an individual solo or like instrument like you would do an orchestra
1: yeah yeah it's like you if you were playing sax or something like that you know really
0: you know, yeah polyphonic yeah. sax would sound awful wouldn't it
1: it would someone will invent
0: one now so we've got another artist from that part of the world california nathan moody next he did a few albums using one uh, modular instrument and recorded everything live and this one he uses mainly mannequin modules with a touch plate keyboard so it's
1: not like, this is your Eurorack stuff
0: yeah it's a Eurorack yeah. construction he's made but mm. it, it looks like a booklet the way he's put it together mm. Mm. Yeah, I've come across him through, through um, Ian Boddy's DIN label first but his own band camp page has got some great stuff on it oh, i have to listen to some more of it yeah. so this is called Blood and it's from the Etude's Blue Box album. Mm-hmm.
1: sounds going on there, isn't it? Sort of a very unusual approach, I mean. think. It sort of sounds... Kind of a booklerish sort of sound there, isn't it? Really?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Something I think I'm sure yeah. a, his instrument look booklerish.
1: Mm. And there are a lot of modules around that you can get now that, are that kind of West Coast sort of tip, tilt to them. Mm. You
0: know? It sounded like I was just sort of travelling on an interstellar journey on that one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm always travelling on an interstellar journey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't get it off. <laughs> yeah, it's a medication, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so there's lots of uh, YouTube personalities as such, in not there, at the moment, with, in the whole synth scene?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It really, Uh um, yeah, Use up a lot of my time actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sit down and think I'm going to do something, and end up. Oh, where did that three hours go?
0: <laughs> yeah, one of my favourite channels is Hindback, the electronic artist based in Berlin. Yeah he's, he uses like a nuclear test equipment and old tapes and the other. even um recently he's been East German wiretapping recorder actually oh, the old wire recorders, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah yeah, really sort of noisy
0: so he's into he's into all that uh, yeah. yeah old heavy gear I
1: love I love all that stuff and I love things with big dials on them that you can't read the words because are in Russian or something yeah <laughs> well, Exactly. I love all that stuff <laughs>
0: And it's in the tradition of people like Fred Judd and all the early pioneers, isn't it? Yeah.
1: yeah, oh, he is, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's still, And it's still going, it's great, it's still going on. That mm. We haven't just sort of said, oh, well, that was a past and let's all okay, get modern simps and things. I like the idea of using just experimental gear, old stuff with it.
0: And yeah, you know, if anyone hasn't seen his videos online, they're really informative and. Interesting, though.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I love his reviews of stuff. Yeah, Mm. yeah. That's what got me into um, the Commander, actually. The Commander, because I I remember him playing around with one of those.
0: Mm -hmm. They've got a track from his uh, latest album, Light Splitting, called Ring the Bell.
1: It's got a degraded sound in it as well, which I used to like getting that when I used tape and then you keep overdubbing and the t- sound starts to break up a bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, there was definitely used that tape, you would hear him very speeding it as well, can't you? And
1: yeah, yeah.
0: A degraded sort of mem- memory sort of sound.
1: Was it, would he was using the wire recorder on that, was he? Most likely,
0: it doesn't actually yeah, say. Yeah,
1: it sounded like that, because you get that, I mean, you get that with poor reading tape anyway, if you keep actually does that because all that that was designed for was picking up people's voices in the next bedroom presumably. Yeah exactly. <laughs> With their contact mics.
0: Yeah, so next we have a piece from Ian Boddy from his Modulations album again. He played um, when he came on the show he played a piece from called Prague from that the he improvised while he was in Prague on, a, on a balcony in the balcony of the part when he was staying in but this piece, Defining the Instant, was another live improvised piece that was, he played at a, a Frederick Street gallery in Sunderland. It's about half an hour long, but I'll play, we'll play uh, a short part of it. The album's full of uh, long improvisations. It must be about over two hours long, the whole thing. It's well worth a listen. Yeah, do, uh, I'd
1: like to hear
0: all of it. As well as his new album, Axiom, which is just out. We'll get some of that on next. Yeah.
2: Defining the instant.
0: lost in that.
1: Yeah, he's really, yeah, drift off on that don't you, a little bit. It's uh, sort of almost like a sort of field recording something. I don't know that, that's probably the distant being used there with the vocals in it, I should have thought, or something like that.
0: Yeah, he's a mixture of the field recordings and, and uh, the modular stuff, isn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, So really, um, yeah, nice mood Was the second piece. There, well,
0: there's another yeah. 25-odd minutes to listen to that. So moving on to a classic piece by uh, Jean-Michel Jarre.
1: Yeah, a favourite of mine, Jean-Michel Jarre. Is, uh, this is from um, a 2018 album I bought. It's called, um, I don't know if it, was, it might be his last album. He's, he did, not the last album, but the last one he's, that he's produced. I know it's his studio album. It's at Equinox Infinity it's cool and this track is Don't Look Back Movement 9 and uh, I think a lot of this probably features quite a lot of 2600 art. 2600 mm-hmm. uh, quite nice because it's, it's 50th year this year yeah so, so uh, you'll want to be nervous. arriving soon will it? I hope so yeah yeah keep mm. checking my emails <laughs> <laughs> lovely we will a case for it gradually
0: mm. freezing cold shed Hey this is a not not an old classic a new a new classic from Jean-Michel Jarre. A new classic yeah. Don't look back. as well, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's got those sort of stringy textures in the background there that are nice, yeah. And and I look, like those sort of plucky um, sequences.
0: And that uh, big bass sounds like the 2600 doesn't it?
1: Oh yeah, I um, should think that was probably, definitely the 2600 there. Yeah.
0: And next we have a piece by Alessandro Cortini who has been the keyboard player and bass guitarist to, for Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. He's a there's a lot of albums himself on modular and other synths.
1: Yeah, I, I love his stuff, he uh, often sort of has other sort of people he gets with as well, do not he, on, on
0: albums. I found this one album, album, Riz Velio, he uses a 303, but not like an acid sound, he gets different sounds out of it. Uh, it's a nice
1: approach that, to take a synth and do something different with it, because yeah. most synths have got more more of a range to them than you think. Yeah. when they're just made for one thing.
0: Yeah, well, these, there's lots of these single instrument albums that people have done, and or tracks that they've done, and uh, you realise you don't need fifty synths; just one will do. You mustn't well. tell too many people that, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, this is um, called La Meta from Alessandro Cortini.
1: In mind that rhythm of a, a track, it was a sort of a, I think it was a guy called Burundi Stevenson mm-hmm. did in the 70s called Burundi Black, the track was, and mm-hmm. it was all um, based around tribal, I think it was Aboriginal tribal music, was based around, and it had those beats in it. Yeah. yeah okay. It sort of put me in that mind, but it's a really nice piece, that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the album's really good too.
1: Mm.
0: so we are going to something classic now you you keep bringing these uh, <laughs> these, uh, <laughs> these
1: prog rock little echoes <laughs> from my past <laughs> they are yeah this is this is a genesis and it's quite an experimental track it's from lamb lies down on broadway which is a double album they did i think it was inspired it's like, it's a whole thing thing's a story about a guy called rail that lives on the streets in new york and it was inspired by the fact with their American tour and when they were staying in New
0: York and what they saw. This is Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel really wrote it,
1: yeah. So, uh, But this is a sort of a link between two areas where rails thinking things over and he's waiting to be to see somebody else that's supposedly God or something like that, I think. But mm. it's the waiting room it's called, and it's quite a very... Uh, audio, sort of audio texture is in it. Quite interesting track.
0: Ah. Huh. Okay, so listen then. Yeah. <laughs> definitely a bit of bcs3 in that
1: yeah i used uh, the, the, the big mix of stuff in there a lot of acoustic instruments a bit of flute yeah. and stuff like that and that last bit was uh, the pro solarist i think right which is f- simple little synth but i really like sounding it yeah You well, sort of fixed um uh, patches
0: well i mean tony banks is one of the you know best keyboard players isn't he yeah, Simpsons. yeah, and he's a
1: big art player as well. Yeah, he mm. played, he he's 2600s as well, and he used a uh, big range of synths, big I think memory, uh, no, the polymers. Yeah, I like that bit. I like the whole album, but is uh, that particular.
0: I know you love prog rock.
1: I do like prog rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still quite selective about it, not everything. But oh, I, yeah, you I, get I, the best ones. prog rock, really. That's my probably formative musical years as a prog yeah. rock age.
0: Prog Rock Special Part 2 coming soon. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll have to play in a Prog Rock Special. <laughs> yeah, there's,
0: there's lots to come. Do <laughs> we have a piece by John Keating next?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's time to uh, put your cravat on and get your blazer on and uh, get on the veranda with your cocktail um, for this one. This is part of my uh, <laughs> obsessive uh, synth music collection from the 70s where I just went into record shops as you did, Peter, I think, did you? And just yeah. pick anything that's got a synth on it. Exactly. Uh, but you know, some of them stand out, you see. Some of them, they have stayed with me, you know, the sound, And they're, they're, they might be a bit corny in some ways, but I, I you was know, used to listen and there's bits in there that I think, oh, you know. Hmm. And this was, um, this is from John Keaton's Space Experience, Volume 2, from 1972. Oh. And it was a, it was a band, uh, was a band leader, a composer. He wrote music for um, Adam Faith, for Tula Clark. Sammy Davis.
0: He did the theme to Zed Cars, didn't
1: he? Uh, that's right. Yeah, he really worked on, on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that's brilliant. He was quite a prolific uh, composer, but he <laughs> also did um, these sort of albums with, um, well, kind of sampler albums. But he, you know, they're, they're quite interesting um, bits of synth and stuff like that in them that, that I thought. Um, um, well, I really couldn't afford a synth at the time, so all I could do was listen to them, <laughs> and uh, yeah, just a Imagine myself there twiddling the knobs myself.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> look where you are now, bathing in synths now.
1: Bathing in synth, synth cave. Yeah, I've got them.
0: So this is called Counterglow by John Keating.
1: Yeah, it sounds like that could have been on the 1970s show like Persuaders or something. Yeah. Like that, it? A little bit like that
0: sort of sound. It's very much in the vein of uh, French band Air without the irony, I'd say. Yeah, that is, yeah <laughs> I'd say so, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, must have listened yeah. to him, John yeah, Keating. Yeah, I love
1: that sort of, yeah. And you've got sort of a few bands now doing that sort of retro stuff,
0: haven't you? Yeah. It's another retro-looking um, band. Next, the Delia Derbyshire yeah. Appreciation Society.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's interesting that. I'm not sure. I'm obviously that most people in electronic music appreciate. Yeah, <laughs> Delia Derbyshire But um,
0: this is two blokes, yeah. though, isn't
1: it? It's two guys. Yeah, and they uh, yeah Gary Hughes and Harvey Jones. Um, and uh, I know they used a lot of analog stuff as well. They're all analog sort of synths, and um,
0: yeah, they've got, their, they've got their synth museums, haven't they?
1: <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah, all that sort of, yeah, yeah, get get all the old analogue uh, gear out and use it. No, but it's nice that they use it as well, not just, you know, look at it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, and they've worked with a Bjork, Art of Noise, Pink right. Floyd, Bob Marley, they've yeah? worked with. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they've got quite a range of people they've worked with. This one's Blue Filter, and I think it's the self-named album. I think it's the Dealey Douglas, yeah. appreciate sure you the album name as well. So, 2017. Splendid.
0: See bit of music that isn't it
1: yeah, it's lovely that another sort of chill out sort of sound but it's really yeah it really is nice uh, i do like their stuff uh, i think there's only about four tracks on on the album but uh, some of them are longer than others but there's really nice stuff yeah nice, nice um,
0: so we're going uh, back a little bit to the 80s with um piece, yeah. to the piece by uh, mortal this mortal coil
1: yeah a little bit darker this but, uh, band, these are we were all on the Four AD album along with the Cocteau Twins and uh, Dead Can Dance, and they were uh, they sort of interchanged as well. The personnel were sort of were in each other's bands quite a lot,
0: uh, playing. But one of the uh, members, he he was he ran the label, didn't he? Russell? He ran the label, Russell. yeah,
1: yeah. This is Ivo Watts Russell, yeah. This, yeah, it's really, it's all fairly dark. I used to love this album though. I used to remember commuting into work uh, on a, on a, co- Harris's coach uh, mm-hmm. uh, every day. And it was quite a slow trip into London. And uh, I used to listen to, to these albums and on my Sony Walkman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is called, The Rising and Bleeds and Sucks His Thumb from Philly Green Show. Dramatic, that one, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, yeah the album is a it all the way through that. Hard, I love
0: it. We're going on to the Moog movie soundtrack now. Yeah,
1: yeah it's from the the, the the album of, of the same name, of, of, um, Moog uh, movie, uh, sorry. Bob, Bob Moog, yeah, that's alright.
2: Hmm.
1: Uh, this is by uh, a guy called uh, Pete DeVries. Um, don't i trying to find out more about him because, uh, as I say, it's on like a compilation album. Mm. So I, I didn't buy it as, as a, you know, I just bought it because I like the music on it. I uh, can't find a lot about, about him, but it's it's very interesting, sort of quirky sort of track. So I don't know if you've ever heard of him, Peter. No, but, I haven't, um, no. No, he was new to me. Um, and I suspect he's he may be, even be somebody who, who's within another band and he's done this there's a solo or something like that, but um, yeah, couldn't couldn't find a lot out then. But I do love the track. It's a bit of a quirky sort of uh, sounding track, but I quite like quirky. So.
0: This is called "You Have Been Selected." <laughs>
1: sort of uh, you'd you'd sort of record on tape and just you know tape manipulation again in a way wasn't it and then you'd chop it up and uh, it sounded a little bit like that sort of style I suspect it was probably done might have even just been a commissioned part piece for the um,
0: I think they had the kids in the room at the time as well
1: yeah
2: yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) our traditional banger last track tonight is from a Kent uh, electronic duo or cluster of eyes, and David Hatton is a member of the Postal Electronauts group on, on Facebook, and he also runs the, the Lighthouse in Deal, which is a fantastic live venue and pub. I saw a Paddy Steer there. I've, 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 I'm looking forward to
1: going
0: along there actually when so we get, get out lockdown. And... Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. And he said he's hoping to do some more electronic nights there, so looking out for those. Mm. But this is their last single. There's a great video online as well called Monster Machine. Organy solo and sound and that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really nice. So we have a retro feel out as well.
0: So, more of them to come. Yeah, good. So thanks very much for listening again.
2: Yeah, been a good, uh,
0: good time. I hope yeah, we've had good selection. I thought tonight. Yeah, yeah, it really was interesting. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: well, we've got to try and keep it going like that. They keep the mix, to, mix going. Yeah,
0: plenty of new stuff around. Oh, yeah. yeah. So join us on the Facebook group page at Coastal Electronauts and listen to the past episodes on Mixcloud and iTunes podcasts. But in the meantime, we'll see you again next week. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Don't forget to join us on Facebook and uh, keep your comments going and try like to chat with people about what's being played. Yeah. Bye, then.
2: Bye-bye.